Uh, welcome back, ITV. Last time we spoke, it was in April, around 420. Hopefully you guys have recovered since then. We are now in May. April showers is over, and we are now approaching the summer. This is Cannabis News Now. Now, to start off, we're going to start off with Vegas and what's going on down there. Now, as you guys know, Nevada legalized cannabis back last summer, and it was a rocky start for that matter. I mean, they had a state of emergency, like literally they ran out of products to the point where California had to, you know, ship in uh, cross state, even though that's really illegal on the federal level, cross state buds in order to facilitate people who just ran out of weed. I mean, they sold that much or they just were underprepared. Who knows? But with that being said, since their rocky start, it looks like Nevada has balanced out any woes or troubles they had because they're bringing in consistent numbers every single month, about $50 million in tax revenue every single month. Pretty sure that makes the state of Nevada very, very happy. However, with that being said, the current news you're about to report is very confusing. So the story goes, casinos are now instructed to throw out anybody who is impaired, aka is high, on the premises meaning that if you are look to see that you have red eyes or you're staring at a slot machine too long or you just have foods in your hands that don't make sense like you walk into the casino with peanut butter and sirloin steak in your hand that don't make any sense they can throw you out yank you up like uncle phil on a fresh prince of ballet now why is this this doesn't really make sense right so the gaming commission in nevada has stated that People who are under the influence of cannabis are least likely to gamble. I don't know where they come up with that ideal, but I think it's all a front. It's almost like when you ask your friend, hey, hey, you want to go out uh, this Friday? And they say, oh, no, nah, you know, I have a thing I got to go to. You know that thing? Yeah, yeah, things gonna take up a lot of time. I can't make it. You know, that type of BS excuse in order to, you know, just nicely say they don't, they, they don't want to go. That's uh, the Las Vegas Trade Commission saying, listen, we don't want cannabis in our city because it's going to take away too much money from our alcohol sales now if you don't know we reported on this podcast that alcohol have seen a 15 percent decline in sales all due to just medical marijuana meaning that the statistics that has to deal with recreational cannabis are not out yet so with that being said we can see that number maybe double maybe be 30 or even 35 percent decline this is why we're seeing brands such as corona such as blue moon making their own cannabis beverages because business kind of follows nature's rules right nature states that the strongest survives aka those who cannot assimilate to their environment will not survive and listen nevada and i mean casinos specifically there's a new sheriff in town and her name is mary jane you know i know for the last century you guys owned las vegas with alcohol but it looks like all that is changing so it's either you work with her or against her and it seems like those who are going to work against her it's not going to fare well in the end i mean las vegas is a tourist city meaning that people go there to you know have a getaway from their everyday nine to five or whatever life they live and with that being said if you're going to hear that your lifestyle is not allowed in the casino chances are you're going to say hey listen i'm not going to that casino i'm going to this one over here because i hear they over here they let me smoke my vape on the premises while my eyes are red as ever so I think if you're doing yourself a disservice, you're losing potential people that want to gamble. You're missing potential people that want to stay at the buffet. I mean, you could probably see an increase in sales at the buffet because you allow patrons to be high on the premises. So with that being said, I think the real reason why they're doing this is uh, 
I mean, alcohol is is Las Vegas. I mean, you can go to the Caesar Hotel right now and be offered a glass of champagne, you know, at least four or five times before you even leave the premises. So, I mean, even even their board is called the Nevada Alcohol, Drugs and Casinos Board. I mean, they work they work together. And I'm, I know they, they have a fear of them losing sales and losing market share, but you just have to adjust and I mean, they even tried to go as far as say, hey, listen, we want to affect the laws in Nevada. So the law before it was even legalized was written as you can only have you can only sell and distribute cannabis and grow cannabis for that matter, only if you have a liquor license. So they're going to combine liquor and cannabis. However, the state of Nevada was not having that because I think that's a bad idea. And in, 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 in all honesty, mixing liquor and weed is just terrible for everybody, for driving, for this, for that, anything. So. But that being said, that's why the laws in, in Nevada is so strict. Like you can only have a certain amount of microbes on your plant. I mean, if you go to California right now, I'm pretty sure you're going to find more than 100,000 to a million microbes on a cannabis plant. But if you go to Nevada, you have to have less than 10,000 microbes. You go to Whole Foods right now, get a piece of corn, guarantee you have millions of microbes on that piece of corn because it's organic at the end of the day. But in any facet... Las Vegas, hopefully you guys can assimilate to change and understand that this is a new paradigm. Cannabis users are just as alcohol users. They're to be respected and they're to be allowed. So speaking of people that need to make a change or have already made a change, Zimbabwe has legalized medical marijuana. Now, if you guys don't know, they are the second nation in the continent of Africa to legalize medical marijuana. I think it's a huge step. You know, in countries like Zimbabwe that may have, you know, slightly higher than the normal amounts of HIV rates in its country, legalizing medical marijuana could be a godsend. You know, as you know, when people go through such diseases, their immunity is down. They don't want to eat. Cannabis can affect their appetite in a positive way and can even boost their immune system in a positive way. So and even in countries like that where some people just don't have access to, you know, Western medicine. And, and if they do, the Western medicine is doing damage. You know, you, you take a medicine for your heart. Your kidney's going to fall out. You take a medicine for your kidney. Now your liver is falling out. So sooner or later, your whole body's going to fall out because you're all taking this medicine. And we don't need that. And it even speaks overall to the future of Africa as a continent. Now, if you don't know, Africa is set to be a new economic frontier. This is why you have uh, the country of China infiltrating West Africa in a ridiculous way. I mean, they understand that, you know, when it comes to infrastructure, right? Let's say in America, we want to build solar panel roads. That's even outside the realms of Elon Musk's imagination because making solar powered roads is going to cost tens of hundreds of trillions of dollars. And the reason why it costs that much is we have to uproot the, the already existing infrastructure that exists in the roads and the telephone poles and, and everything else that's underground that we can't see, right? Now, where Africa has an advantage as a continent is it can skip a lot of the steps that already existed elsewhere. For instance, we have a train system that was around ever since the steam era, right? Way back when we had oil barons and whatnot, right? If we want to build new highways in the, in, the, in the Midwest, we have to work around these train stations. Now, places in, in, in Africa where who they don't have the infrastructure, whether it be the wires everywhere, whether it be the old technology, they can skip that step and create a brand new transit system that's much more advanced than anything we have today. Because today we have to work with what we got. They have a blank slate. You know, you tell me what's easier to paint on a blank canvas or a canvas riddled with paint. Get it? So back to marijuana, hopefully uh, Zimbabwe won't just, you know, 
they won't be alone in being a second nation legalizing cannabis. We also have uh, Lasto South Africa, who is the first nation in Canada in uh, Africa to legalize medical marijuana. And it's gonna be a trend to keep on going on. And in all honesty, you know, the new economic frontier is off to a good start. You know, obviously we're probably you know many decades before we can see the continent be an economic powerhouse, but we're well on its way. They're talking about, you know, having United Nations of Africa, kind of how you have a United States of Africa, how you have United States of America, where you have Tanzania, who is uh, doing very well with textiles and textile innovations, where you have Kenya, who is arguably the Silicon Valley of Africa, where technology wise, they're doing amazing things when it comes to apps, when it comes to uh, artificial intelligence when it comes to blockchain kenya is where it's at and as you know south africa is, is already the you know in my opinion at least the america of africa in which it's a melting pot there's cultures from everywhere you know we have dutch you have african you have anything you can think of they're down there so good job zimbabwe congratulations to those people who were counting on this to be passed good job Moving on back to the States, we're going all the way back to rainy Seattle. Yeah, even though we left April showers behind, it looks like Seattle rains all year. Terrible segue. But anyway, Seattle looks to expunge low-level can of convictions, meaning that individuals who have had any misdemeanors or any low-level cannabis convictions will now have their records completely wiped. Seattle uh, D... What's the word? Seattle... Seattle decriminalized, I'm sorry, cannabis back in 1997. Now, any convictions past 1997s will be removed. So that means any individuals who have any type of arrests, any type of anything will be completely wiped. And this is a godsend, especially for those people who are black and brown. Because as you know, statistics show that people who are of minority descent are much more are much harshly prosecuted compared to their counterparts now this means that individuals will now be able to get employment they'll be able to apply for federal school loans such as fafsa and they'll also be allowed to run for public office you know what i mean and in uh for that most for, for the most part a lot of individuals you know in seattle Surprisingly, I didn't know that were actually immigrants. A lot of immigrants get in trouble who are from like the, the Pacific Islands that come to Seattle or, you know, come to the West Coast for a uh, way of life. And they end up having to get deported because they have weed convictions. Now that all of that is removed, they can come back to the States and be able to be with their families. So it's upwards of 542 people whose life will be now back to normal. 542 people's families who are now happy to have their loved one home and 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 live a normal life i mean that's 542 people's lives that have been changed by cannabis and hopefully all those people will be able to now work in the legal cannabis industry that's booming in washington and oregon you know i mean these are the people who risk their lives literally in order to make sure we are where we are today in the cannabis industry where they they advance genetics they 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 were the industry before it was legal so give them a job and speaking of jobs we have Lowell Farms out of California, who is a cannabis brand that make pre-rolled cigarettes or smokes, whatever you want to call them. And it's a classic traditional brand. Their logo is a man with a bull for a head. It's black and white. Everything is kind of wood, has a wood finish. And it's a very traditional brand. And that traditional brand includes the traditional, you know, ways of kindness in which 
they bought a bill a billboard they, they didn't just post on twitter they, did, they didn't just post on instagram or facebook they bought a billboard in california that's very expensive and are saying if you have just been pardoned for cannabis we want to hire you and now for a cannabis brand to do something like that and spend the money in order to get the message out this is huge because we all know that a lot of individuals in california who have cannabis convictions are not able to get into the industry at all they can't get licenses they can't do this they can't do that now i understand why the laws exist and laws exist in order to make sure you know cartels can't buy cannabis licenses and you know basically run their cartel legally but with that being said, it, for those little guys who are just selling a dime bag on the streets in order to, so he can feed his daughter or something like that. I mean, listen, this is a godsend. And we definitely commend Lowell Farms for, you know, looking the other way and employing individuals who did nonviolent crimes and were just selling cannabis. And in all honesty, if you look at how the market is now, it's so te technologically advanced. It's so expensive. There's millions and billions of dollars being poured into it. And seeing the fact that these people who are doing this back in the day are still suffering, you know, it's, it's sad. But at least Lowell Farms and other brands like it who are hiring ex-convicts to work with them and give them even a share of the company is amazing, which means their their children, children, children will eat as long as the company is still viable. So shout out to Lowell Farms, uh, Seattle, good job, you know, getting rid of Canada convicts, Zimbabwe, good job for being a pioneer, hoping there's other countries on the continent that follow, you know, your, your moves and Vegas, get with the times, Vegas, come on now, what's the point of losing business because you don't want people, you know, being high on the premises, chances are your buffet is going to see the most sales I've ever seen in history, okay? Anyway, that's, this has been Cannabis News Now, hope you guys enjoy us on Instagram, follow our our page on Instagram, high TV, high underscore TV underscore. We will we'll be posting videos from the cannabis industry all over from brands, commercial, anything you want to see. It's on there. So follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on iTunes. Listen to us on play Google Play. And also anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We are there. Stay tuned and stay high, people.